0: Welcome to American Players Theatre Talkbacks to Go. I'm Buzz Kemper, and I invite you to take a walk up the hill with Orange Schroeder and me as Orange chats with actors Sarah Day and Brian Mani about APT's 2017 production of The Unexpected Man by Yasmina Reza, translated by Christopher Hampton.
1: Let's talk about The Unexpected Man. I have with me Sarah Day, who is playing Martha, and Brian Mani, who is uh, known as Parsky. His actual first name, apparently, is Paul, but uh, we don't know that right away. In fact, there's a lot we don't know in this play. Uh, There is not a lot of dialogue between the two characters. There's a lot of inner dialogue. So I'm going to start the uh, inner dialogue by asking them to each talk a bit about their character. Sarah, why don't you start? Um,
2: well, my character, uh, well, it starts by the fact that, um, I'm taking a train trip from Paris to Frankfurt and, um, I get into a compartment. What we first learn about, um, about Martha is that she has a friend who's passed away recently and she's, um, she's taking a trip. She's leaving Paris and, and going on a trip to Frankfurt. And, uh, she, um, She has a chance encounter with someone um, of whom she's a big fan. And he's
1: in the compartment of this train with her. So his experience is quite different from hers because he's famous, which in our society means a lot. Um, as you both know, as famous actors in, yeah. in our um, world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, famous. Uh, and uh, so, so talk a little bit about uh, Parsky, Brian.
3: Uh, Paul Parsky is uh, a famous, uh, to what degree, we don't know, uh, a famous author who has been writing for some 30 years, um, there are a number of the books that he's written that are named, uh, these fictional titles. Um, so we don't know how many he's written, but we find, I think we can assume he's fairly successful. Uh, and, um, what we find out about him is that he has a litany of problems of age relationships, uh, and a little bit of a loss of what, where to go from here, knowing that he's facing the last, uh, the last one or two or maybe three stages of his life that he's, and he's not happy about it. In fact, uh, the first word you'll hear in this play is bitter. It's all so bitter, and that that in a nutshell is where Paul Parsky starts.
1: So we have two people in a train compartment going from Paris to Frankfurt, and. Uh, that doesn't sound riveting, and yet the play has been called seventy-five heart-stopping minutes. What what is it about these two people giving us their thoughts uh, and their thoughts about each other that makes it heart-stopping?
3: Um, go ahead, Sarah.
2: Well, I think one of one of the reasons I think I love to go to theater is I like to get to know people. I like to be able to introduce to different people and uh, And find out how they think. And I think that the great gift of Yasmina Reza's uh, play is that we learn how these people think by the fact that they're having a dialogue with themselves in a place where you're unedited and completely honest about what you're thinking and about about your thoughts about yourself and about the world and those around you. And I think that's a really great way into learning about others.
3: Um, I think any playwright, uh, obviously exposition has to be put out in the f- in the front end of a play. The audience has to know where you are, who you are, what the issue is. And this play, like any other playwright, I'm sure, but in this play in particular, mm. those plot points, those um, key elements uh, are snuck in. So it's a little bit, I think, for the audience's ear, a mystery, mm. a bit of a mystery for them to figure out what's even being said. Um, It may not be apparent at the beginning that I am speaking purely from my head and to my head, that I am a a person having private thoughts, not a person who is, like many times you find at APT, a a, a character who's looking out to the audience and asking for some comradeship to come along with me. Um, These are people who are in their heads. And as Sarah mentioned, um, there are some uh, somewhat unexpected and slightly shocking things that my character says uh, very early in the play that that I have had to uh, constantly remind myself that these are private thoughts. These are not thoughts I would have shared with the world. We all have our thoughts, we, uh, we pay attention to them or not. Uh, some of them we, are, we might be ashamed of, we might be proud of. Some of them we would never tell a soul that we have. And some of those come out as my private thoughts. And so the audience gets a little bit of a peek into the heads of these two characters, which I think, I don't know if it's, if it's heart-stopping, but it's uh, intriguing and a bit of a mystery.
1: And it is part of what makes it heart-stopping, the language. Talk about uh, her use of language. Of course, it's translated from French, as are most plays this season. (laughs) 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 Many plays this season.
2: Uh Well, I can't really speak to uh, Reza's use of language, just because that's always... That's always an issue when you're dealing with a work in translation. I feel as though it goes through the filter of Christopher Hampton, who's a wonderful playwright and who I believe he did our adi- the adaptation we used of Les Liaisons Dangereuses. And um, I think he's, I, I, I think he has a, a, a very good command of how, to, um, of how to express these different thoughts. But use of language is always very, um, it's more story-oriented. Oriented to me when we talk about using a work um, that's been translated because the nuances of understanding Shakespeare, I'm always amazed when if Germans enjoy Shakespeare in German. It always is like, but his creation of language and his nuance is, is so about English to me that I'm, I'm never really sure. So, and all I'm dealing with is the, the Hampton. Um, I think he gives uh, both Paul Parsky and Martha uh, very different ways of speaking, which I think is a really great key and probably something that, um, Yasmina Reza was using, uh, in French, but, um, it's, it's a great story and, um, I have several different stories that I tell about my life and about my experiences with the, with the people in my life and I, I think they're really quite moving. And interesting.
1: One of the challenges, of course, of translation is even in the title, which um, uh, is translated from uh, Lom du Hazard as Unexpected Man, but it also um, means man by chance. Mm. Um, Can you talk a little bit about chance? I mean, this is a chance meeting. We all sit down next to somebody on the bus. Um, Buzz was mentioning sitting next to someone on the bus to Minneapolis who turned out to be uh, fantasizing, shall we say. Um, But sometimes the person you meet on an airplane turns out to be your best friend in the future. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh,
1: These chance encounters, is that part of what what she's uh, dealing with in this play?
3: I think so. Um, You have a, a, a famous author... Uh, who and and someone you know? So the, this woman sits is sitting in the same compartment next to a man who she recognizes, and that has happened to people very you know, in various places throughout their lives. But she happens to have the book that he is writing in her bag. The, and the, the
2: name of the book is The Unexpected Man. Ah. So it's not only the title of our play, but also the title of the book, which.
3: Yeah, and so the chances that two people would be there, and and here is a man who is going through a, a bit of a crisis in his life. He's he's at a crossroads of how do I go on, what's the quality of what my life's going to be, uh, what's that going to be, um, and I think he's questioning uh, the reception of his book. You never uh, the unexpected man being his latest book. Um, you at one point he he sort of asks t- to his own head and to the world rhetorically is there one person in the whole world who might know how to read this book so it it suggests to me that perhaps the book has not been received wholly uh in a in a in a in a in a warm reception uh, i think it's uh so he happens to be across from a fan uh which he kind of needs and maybe she kind of needs. So, uh, and, and about the language I, I've, uh, uh, I, I got to do a production of art, which was uh, translated by Christopher Hampton, written by Yasmina Reza. And I find some similarity in the use of language with her. There is a rhythm to her and a, um, a use of language. And she talks about Paul Parsky, uh, sort of beating himself up a little bit about being repetitious uh, maniacally repetitious at times um, And I find her work not, not, not in a terrible way But repetitious She likes to build on language She likes to build on words Throughout an entire idea Or an entire speech Or paragraph Or thought With a character And it So the idea is kind of leapfrog from one to the other, using the same word, or one word leads to another, which builds to the next. And uh, I think some some of those speeches can be exciting uh, in that way.
1: And both of you, um, obviously, are seasoned actors who can hold an audience's attention without a lot happening on stage. I'm thinking of the one-woman shows that that Sarah has done where um, you're talking to yourself, not to someone else and in some ways at least until there's conversation between the two this is a one person show Hmm. and I understand that it was a bit of a challenge for the marketing department to know how to sell this so to speak. Um, What what would each of you say uh, the play is about or why people should come and see it?
3: Well, I don't know if it's a great selling point. Um, I think the play is about loneliness, self-examination, and the hope of uh, reaching out and finding someone. In a nutshell, that's what I think it is. I don't know that that would draw in a lot of tickets. but So I can understand the marketing department having a bit of a hard time with that. But that's what I think the play's about.
2: I would say that as well. And also adding it to the really taking a chance and t- make taking a risk. And um, the great benefit that can come from taking a risk. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. And I liked what you said earlier, Sarah, about theater giving us a chance to get to know someone and be in their shoes. Um, that's a rare thing, and I think that uh, when when you can entrust two characters in in the hands of um, people who can bring them alive on stage, that's a gift for those of us who are in the audience. So thank you both very
0: much. Thank you. Thank you, Orange. Talkbacks to Go is a production of Orange Tree Imports and Audio for the Arts. Our theme music is Err by Steve Tibbets, and it appears here by permission of the artist, courtesy of ECM Records. Please find us on iTunes and YouTube under APT Talkbacks to Go. With Orange Schroeder, I'm Buzz Kemper. Thank you for listening.